Hello everyone and welcome to episode 17 of the Switchaboo podcast. My name is Alex Harding, I'll be your host and today I'm joined here as always by my co-host Nathan Rudge. I like shorts, they're comfy and easy to wear. Yeah they are. And the assistant to the co-host, Nate, uh, Jake Mouncey. Why do I keep doing that? Yeah, get my name right. Gosh. Why do I? I did. I think I've done that the last like three episodes. <laughs> I don't know why. I just always want to say Nathan's name. I don't know yeah. why. Because because I am the most important person, obviously. <laughs> you think the person that's paying me would actually know my name by now? Uh it's when I go into the app, it's like it's automatic, so I don't even need to look at your name. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So enough of that. So we have a we have a pretty news light episode today. Always good. It's, it's always a good change of pace considering the last few episodes have been craziness when it comes to news. Um, let's just jump straight into it as we always do. Uh, who went first last time with what have you been playing? I think it was me. Okay, we'll go with uh, Jake first. What have you been playing? Oh, uh, I finally finished uh, Neo. The world ends with you. Hooray! That is, yeah, fantastic game. I, I'd like to talk more about it, but spoilers. at this point, I've yeah, at this point, I've talked about everything that isn't spoilers. So, <laughs> yeah, there's that. But uh, go buy it. It's a great game. Mm, um, we do have the review up on our website, and the video review is in the coming. works. <laughs> it, it's still in the works. Waiting I'm for it. <laughs> I'm getting there. <laughs> but yeah, uh, the only uh, other thing that I've been playing is uh, I. I finally uh, picked up Payday 2. So that's... What? Uh, on? Yeah, uh, on Steam. Apparently. Okay, good call. So, yeah. Because uh, <laughs> you guys were telling me beforehand the uh, console versions are that great. But, uh, yeah. I think it's um, just a Switch version. Maybe. Hmm. But, uh, yeah, this, this is a game that uh, one of my uh, Twitch mods has been trying to get me to play for the past couple of years. Uh Hey, sorry it took three years for me to get to, but hey. <laughs> you got there eventually. <laughs> and I delay your review by two weeks and it's the end of the world. Yeah. <laughs> and and you uh, cancelled the other review. Hey, yeah, it's, it, it's not like he's paying me to play this. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, uh, but yeah, Payday 2, I have a few things to say about it. It is a, it is a great game. For what it is, it is like a very basic gameplay loop, like go in, steal things, grab cash, run, and like that's very cathartic. But um, uh, like the reason why I decided to pick it up is because like I'm I'm not really a fan of like first person shooters that are more like realistic when it comes to the like gameplay and stuff. Yeah. So, you know, like, Call of Duty and all that stuff. Like, when I play first-person shooters, it's usually, like, Halo, Borderlands, like, wacky stuff. But, um, someone showed me that, like, Payday 2 has, like, skill trees and, like, a whole bunch of other things that you can customize, like, your characters and do some wacky crap with. So I'm like, okay, now you have my attention. (laughs) You have my interest, uh, but now you have my attention. Yeah, yeah, like, the game is great absolutely miserable to play single player though yeah it is not fun single player it's it's just the same there's no like scaling difficulty it's just you're doing the same thing and you have to do it by yourself like you can like you can change your difficulty whenever you want really but um the main reason why it's pretty bad is because just the uh the ai uh 
that you're uh, that controls the other three members of the group when you're playing single player are very limited. Also, not smart. No, they aren't smart either. All they know how to do is stay with you, shoot at enemies, and pick you up if you fall down. Hmm. That's that's all. That's all they do. When you know, when in payday, you need to you know break open banks, uh, steal money, uh, like transport items from one side of the map to the other. Like you have so many other things that you can do, and the AI doesn't do that. So when playing single player, like a ten minute mission can take like an hour. Yeah, I remember uh, when it's... I first played on the PS3, and because I played a little bit of single player, I I would like you know go in try and like steal as much as I could, and the the AI would just stand there until yeah, I got it... caught, and then they would do stuff. Yeah, it's the the AI is pretty dumb. <laughs> the AI is pretty dumb. So like because of that, I've had to like uh, kit up my dude in the weirdest way possible, just so I could do everything by myself <laughs> so like I, th- I think the second mission that you do in the story mode is like you break into like a smaller bank that uh instead of you know having like a whole bunch of money is more of like a uh a storage place so like people store their like valuables and stuff so you have to individually pick the locks of each storage thing and like in the storage room there's like 20 to 30 of them so it just takes forever. So what I did is like I kitted out my dude so he can equip a buzz saw so it could just cut through it <laughs> in like a second or two. And I've been keeping that and yeah, and that has been an absolute detriment to every other mission that I've done because I'm just expecting, oh, I may need this saw to speed up the uh speed up the level, but I don't need it <laughs> most of the time. But, uh, yeah, another thing with Payday 2, though, that really drives me nuts is, like, I'm one of those people that can't stand, um, not buying all the DLC for a game. I don't really like, uh, you know, being locked out of, like, basic functions that the game has. So, like, when I, when I got it, like, luckily it was on sale, so, like, I got it and all the DLC for pretty damn cheap. But as I, uh... As I was going through, like, searching through the stuff, I noticed that there's uh, still some stuff I don't have access to, which drove me up the wall. Yeah, the reason being, reason being, is because uh, Payday 2 has had a lot of uh, collaboration stuff with other games and game companies. So, like, I wanted to make a, uh, I wanted to build my dude up, like, as a pure melee-style character, because, like, when I first started out, I didn't really like how the guns felt, so I want to go full melee. Thing is, all the best melee skills are locked behind owning both Payday 2 and Hotline Miami 2 on Steam. It's like, I'm not buying another game just so I could play a part of one game that I already have that I want to. <laughs> like, it's called marketing, man. <laughs> like, that's... It's cool... Like, it is kind of cool because, like, uh, Jacket from Hotline Miami is actually a playable character in it because of it. And, like, a whole bunch of Hotline Miami stuff is in the game. But, like, it's the best melee skills are completely locked out uh, because I don't have Hotline Miami 2. And I think at the moment it's, like, 20, 30 bucks. So, like, I'm... 
I'm not spending that much just to unlock a perk deck in Payday 2. So just wait till the winter sales. Yeah, I'll I'll wait for when it's eventually like two or three bucks. Yeah, you get a game too. Yeah, true, but like Hotline Miami's not really my thing. Yeah, personally. But... Yeah. But yeah, like Payday has like a whole bunch of that stuff. It has yeah, it's got stuff from Hotline Miami. Yeah, like I said, Hotline Miami 2, uh Shadow Warrior 2, uh YouTube channel H3H3, apparently. Mr. Ethan Klein and that was weird. <laughs> Wasn't there like a DLC that was like you can't even get anymore? Yeah, Scarface. They they lost the uh they lost the rights to uh Scarface one, so you know, Tony Montana is no longer playable, but like his heist is I think. But like yeah, you can't play as him anymore and you can't get all the weapons that came with the DLC. It's it's weird. Also I'm remembering something from like ages ago. Aren't there like humble bundle exclusive masks from like ages ago? Yeah. That's what I thought. Yep. So like there's a lot of content I can't access because I'm seven years late to the party. <laughs> Which is very annoying. I this is why I'm not a fan of live service games either. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That makes sense. But yeah. So that that is my rant on payday too. I, I enjoy the game. I'm currently level fifty at the moment. The game is really grindy, but I'm enjoying myself, all things considered. And don't play it on Switch. Don't play it on Switch. <laughs> it's apparently really bad. Uh, Nathan, what have you been playing? And always, what is your Nintendo fact for this okay. episode? So Nintendo fact for this episode. I am going with uh, the first Pokemon developed was Rhydon. Sure was. Mm-hmm. Um, and the original mascot for Pokemon was Clefairy. Yeah. Sure was. Yeah. I, I believe that. he was, uh, yeah, I believe Clef- uh, Clefairy was also used for the mascot of the manga, if I believe. Uh, there yeah. was a manga with Clefairy as the, uh, like, the partner Pokemon, and it is... I remember it being pretty crass. Yeah, like, really weird and... Mm. Yeah. A lot of fart jokes, I think. Yeah. Yeah, then they then they changed over to Pokemon Adventures, which is... Far superior. Oh, Pokemon Avengers is really good and dark. Yeah, yeah. I well, I only re- I only read the Kanto, uh, the Kanto ones. I own the Johto ones, but I never end up reading reading them, and then I sold them. But oh well. Um, yeah, the Kanto one. Oh, it's so good. I loved uh, Mewtwo's arc with Blaine. I always remember the um, the Arbok getting decapitated. Yeah, <laughs> that is the only like panel I have seen from it, and I'm still amazed that. Like it's a thing. It's pretty An bonkers. Pokemon like, media. Hundred percent would recommend reading it. It's actually oh, it really, is, it really is good. a really good read. Yeah, and and the yellow arc is pretty good as well. Yeah, yeah. I just yeah, I would just recommend Pokemon Adventures. Like it's really good. Like better than you'd think. Yeah, it's a very like fun read. If you like Pokemon. Mm. But uh, in terms of what I've played, I haven't had a lot of time to play much. But I've played Hades. And still going with that yeah i've um done about four or five runs where i've escaped oh okay spoilers man yeah yeah that, i mean that's the whole point of the game is to escape yeah 
yeah so I, I i've done about four or five runs where i've escaped so I've, I've been getting you know bits and pieces of the story yeah the way the way that's done is so good it is i, I do know like a chunk of like you know greek mythology yeah so like you know some of us like oh yeah i already knew that stuff but it's like yeah it's really really well done oh yeah it's a it's a magnificent game it is there's a reason why it won so many awards yeah and why like you know people now that it's out on playstation and xbox have gone back into it and become super addicted again yeah it it'll probably get you know those like xbox focused and playstation focused websites and whatnot that'll be like game of the year talk Mm-hmm. Hmm. It's it's a modern day classic. It's yeah. it's one of those games that's going to be talked about for like the next twenty to thirty years. Also, yeah. I I do like the spear, Alex. It is pretty good. Yay! But I, I think my favorite around. is the fists. Yeah, the fists are really good too. Especially Fist when weapons you, are always good. Especially when you get the uh, the modification where you can uh, get an area like of effect damage where you do the special where you go up and then you like you uppercut and then you come back down for slam effect. That is good, especially if you like stack it with, um, you know, a dot damage. That sounds fun. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> sounds like so much fun. Yeah, you um, ha- was it Dionysus the uh, the god of wine? His ability is um, hangover dot damage. So yeah, just <laughs> uppercut, come back down, do an area effect, add to um, two sides of the um. Like two counters off dot, and it looks like we've lost Alex. I'm back. Oh, oh there, you're back. That was weird. <laughs> what, whatever you said in that last minute, I have no idea. But yes, I agree. That was really good. Really good. Um. Uh. It was <laughs> great. Yeah, it was good. It was, it was great so content. Good. Great content. It was really yeah. good. I, don't I was know just talking was. about um how you uppercut and do the AOE with um the gloves. Ah, oh, yeah, yeah. That is and I, I stacked it with a Dionysus. Yeah, that's great content. That, yeah. that is really good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, we'll move on to you now, Alex. I'll let you back. Ah, yeah. Yeah. Thank you. I am back. <laughs> For the um, next half an hour. <laughs> I have, yeah, I have seven games, but I will, I won't talk about, you know, I won't go into much. Although I was flicking through, through my phone and a random article I stumbled across Xbox advises not to name your child Game Pass. <laughs> That's an article. Posted 20 minutes ago by Pure Xbox. There you go. Anyways, moving on from that. Uh, I have finished. I finally finished Enter the Gungeon. Uh, it's good. It's great. Play it. It's hard. It's super hard, but it's really good. Uh, I also finished Yakuza Kiwami 2. Not on Switch, but, you know, it's still very fun. Uh, it's good. It's great. Play it. Same thing. I need to play Yakuza 0 now, like which some people said I should have started with that. You should uh, have started with it. But As see, someone who started with 7, you should uh, have started with it. Yeah, I also started with 7. The seven I, didn't, yeah, I didn't do really that. Really good. Yeah, I, I, really, I do want to play 7. But like, I, I got... Because when I first looked it up, people told me to start with Kiwami. So I was like, okay, I'll start with fair, Kiwami. Which is the first game, technically. Yeah, exactly. And then I was like, okay, mm. Kiwami 2, that makes sense. And then now, now I'm looking it up, when do I play Zero? And everyone's like, oh, I'll play Zero first. I'm like, ugh. So, and it, then I, it is technically the prequel, so... Yeah. 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 
Because, like, technically I could play it after Yakuza 5, because that's when it came out. Like, release order date. But, yeah, but, like, like can... this is... <laughs> This isn't a Kingdom Hearts scenario where you have to play it in release order, otherwise you'll be confused. Yeah, yeah true. I was going to say, like, it's kind of like you can play it and then you can go back and be like, oh, you got context more. Mm. Or you can go, yeah. I've got context for all this stuff now. It's like, so, oh, so this is why it's, this character acts that way. Yeah. Ah. Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll, I'll play Yakuza 0 next, I reckon, but I'll, I'll take a break from it for a little bit. But I looked up videos for Yakuza 3, and oh, that takes a dip in quality. Mm. <laughs> I'm not looking to be fair, to Kiwami, the Kiwami games are remakes. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So they well, haven't done... Yeah, 3 through 5 are uh, re- like just... The re- old engine. Upscaled. Yeah, old yeah. engine upscaled. Yeah, like even the punches. Like even I was just watching a video, but even the punches don't connect. Like in all the, in the fighting, I'm like, oh, okay. I'm going to yeah, have to do it. it it's it's a weird franchise to get into now. It's kind of a shame that like now is when it's kind of exploded. Yeah, but I'll get around to it. Uh, Trigger Witch, I played and reviewed that. Uh, it was it was good. It has a. I did not like the ending, and I won't say it for spoilers. But it it got it. The game balances, and I said this in a review. The game balances tackling serious issues with immature 12 year old humor so it's like yeah it it could have been better it could have been better and there was a time where i was thinking like oh maybe it's an eight maybe it's a nine out of ten and then i ended up with a seven and it could have been a six and that ending just very much ruined it for me yeah but yeah do you guys have you guys heard trigger witch i just remember Uh, seeing the gameplay of it yeah yeah i saw the trailer yeah in a it's nutshell, a, uh, yeah, it's a uh, top-down uh, twin-stick shooter, yeah, yeah, with a more like yeah. an action-adventure Legend of Zelda kind of kind of setting. It did look neat. Yeah, it's it's good. Like, don't get me yeah. wrong, it, it got a yeah, seven. It's like it's a witch with an LMG. Like, yeah, that sounds mm. cool. <laughs> <laughs> it was good, and then like throughout throughout the game, because they started with magic, but then they kind of moved on to using guns because it came from this portal but then you learn when then you learn where that portal leads to and then it gets stupid but uh for for fear of spoilers I'll stop there but it's it's weird I'll I'll tell if you're not fast about it I'll tell you about the ending afterwards after the podcast when it's just us or we just have like a spoiler section where we just go okay here's our spoilers for this week yeah spoiler cast <laughs> If you if you if you're down for that, we can say the next minute's going to be a uh, spoiler warning. I mean, we could do it at the end. That way, people go, okay, don't want to hear any spoilers. And cut off now. Okay, yeah, yeah we'll do that. We'll yeah. do that. We'll go back to Trigger Witch. Uh, played the first half hour of Psychonauts two. It's not on Xbox. Well, sorry, it's not on Switch. It's on Xbox and PlayStation, but and PC. It's really good. It's awesome. Like considering what seventeen, eighteen years from the first one, which I just finished. It is very, very good. And like I think all the original actors are still there. The original voice actors, that's, which is that's very always impressive. a good sign. Mm. Yeah. Um yeah, it's it's very good and it looks so beautiful in my Series X. Like, whew. It looks still pretty. waiting for my sequel to Brutal Legend. Double fine. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get there one at a time. <laughs> like I I I've said this multiple times, but like one of the uh 
one of the trailers for Psychonauts 2. It's like, oh, Jack Black is here. It's like, oh, are we getting the sequel finally? It's not, no, he's just going to be in Psychonauts 2. It's like, oh, the fake out. <laughs> no. When did Brutal Legend come out? Uh, like mm. 2007? I was going to say mid-late 2000s. Yeah, because like, it was on the 360. It was also, you know, that big Guitar Hero phase as well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. October 2009. Yeah. That was close. So, Psychonauts was 2005, so, uh, it deserves it more. Just saying. The brutal Legend is fun, though. But, you know, yeah. Psychonauts <laughs> you is also, amazing. You need to have Jack Black around for Brutal Legend, yeah, too. Sure. Yeah, like, he plays the main character. <laughs> Maybe this is just him getting back into it. He's in um he's in Broken Age as well, Jack Black. He's a yeah, at this point, good actor. Yeah, at this point, uh, Jack Black's in everything. Well, everything double fine. Yeah, that's well, for sure. So clearly, what? he has a uh, good relationship with um Tim Schafer. Thank you. I was going to say Tim Sweeney, but that's completely wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's epic. Yeah, that's a completely different person. <laughs> and they have been um, doing some stuff. Broken Age is also very good. That's a very good game. I really enjoyed that one. Um, I finally got around to playing Boldo. I've only played it for half an hour. Uh... <laughs> you built yourself up so much for it. I feel like I've been doing that a lot this year. I did that with Mario Golf as well. You, and... you got to lower your expectations. I saw the one clip that you posted on the uh, the Twitter account. <laughs> <laughs> Where like you pick up bread from a chest that looks like it came from a completely separate game. Yeah, and it was just spicy like, bread. Alright. Alright, guess I know uh guess I know how this is going. <laughs> well the the first the literally the first mission, because like, you know, the way all adventure games start off with is, you know, help out such and such in her farm, she's lost two chickens. I'm like, okay, fine, I'll go along with that. And then Get like rid I of could... the rats in the cellar. Yeah, ex- exactly. Like that cliche. So I went Level there and I couldn't get in. And stuff. Yeah, and I I couldn't get in. Like I it's and it's like because this game is fifteen years in the making, and the problem with that is it's fifteen years in the making. So it's yeah. it it has all the bad design from the mid two thousand era. Yeah, and like I could like I could see her. I could. But there was a fence in my way. I'm like, just jump over the fence. Like, it's not hard. But it turns out you had to go all the way to the side to go into the house and then through the back door to get to him. Oh, just like, geez. just jump over the damn fence. And it's just, yeah. Like, uh, I'm going to continue with it. I'll, I'll have more thoughts because I've only played it for a half an hour. So I'll have or, more thoughts. Or alternative, call her over to the fence. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I, I don't know what's worse, like not being able to jump over the fence, or uh, you know, since I recently finished this, uh, in uh, Neo Twewi, where you have to get an upgrade that lets you hop over fences. Oh my god! Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh. why are fences the bane of game gaming existence? <laughs> Just give us a jump button. Come on! <laughs> why is it so hard? Mario did it thirty five years ago. <laughs> <laughs> 36 uh, what are we actually do? not even before that because it was uh, on the Donkey Kong 
Because yeah, thirty five was um, the original Mario, wasn't that, it? That was Super Mario Brothers. Yeah. But Donkey Kong was oh 80? I know this eighty one. Yeah. I'm still technically right because Mario Jumpman, same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you just got the year wrong. Just semantics. Come on. Eighty one. So forty years ago. Yeah, I think forty years ago. It was Jumpman. But yeah, there you go. Uh, I have started No More Heroes three. I actually started that today. Uh, about an hour an hour into it or so, so early impressions, but it's it's really good. It's it's no more heroes, you know. It's it's a continuation it's, of it's no more heroes. Yeah, it's a continuation of that, but it the intergalactic side of things does manage to mix things up a little bit, and you can tell the budget has gone up, you know, with some of the cutscenes, which is really good. Uh, open world exploration is absolutely horrible. Uh, <laughs> And it it's, it it always has been for the franchise. Oh, but you let's think, be fair. You like I'm drafting up my review at the moment for it, and I said this like 14 years has passed since the original No More Heroes. You'd think you'd get it right after 14 years. It is horrible, and it like it also like bad frame rate dips as well and whatnot. And you know it's it's not even that hard. And the problem is as well like in the first game in No More the original No More Heroes there was just the one area and it was horrible to explore. This time you have six areas and why do I want to explore five more areas when it's horrible to begin with? It's really oh bad. Oh boy. <laughs> so Alex, you're saying yeah. it's not a touchdown. Uh, Shut uh, up. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, As- aside from that, the game is good. Alright, so w- would you agree with... Uh, the headline of this IGN review for it that is uh, making the rounds of uh, No More Heroes 3 feels like a punk band playing on Possid Amp's duct tape to hell. What does that even mean? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That's all I've heard about uh, No More Heroes 3 up until this conversation, and I don't know if that's a good sign or a bad sign. <laughs> I know they gave it 7 out of 10. So I guess it's a av- good to average sign. Good, yeah. Good question mark. That is a but really weird title. I yeah. know, right? That means nothing. That's a nothing statement. <laughs> That's horrible. The editor side of me is cringing. Also, you know, saying punk band that punk is very subjective. Yeah, yeah, ex- exactly. And people like the. Like people like the uh the whole thing it was like, oh they're doing their best. It's like, yeah, they don't have the best equipment, but they're trying. Oh, is, is that, that what they the, mean? is that what they're trying to say? Or they're trying to say it's like, oh, it's bad because they're because uh, it's all busted up. Right. What's it mean? What's it mean? <laughs> there's, I'm so there's, confused. This, there's this one bit though, like when you go and sit down and eat sushi at this like at the little sushi stands when you want to refill your health and the the music in there when that happens is just incredible it's it's a, it reminded me of uh neo twewi a little bit um where in that it just goes bonkers with like hip hop music and the the chorus just goes like itadakimas and like it just keeps doing that <laughs> and it's just like ah so good and there was one there was one line i wrote this down actually like again it's in my review it's in draft mode uh let's see if i can find it um when eating sushi, there's a verse that says rapping about uh, rapping about rolling sushi up like a bowling ball. 
and I was like, ah, so good. <laughs> it's just great. The mu- the music in it is very very good. I'll give it that. I'll I'll need to listen to that at some point. I'll if I can find a video, I'll send it to you. I'm sure and it exists last somewhere. Thing yeah, surely. Last thing I've been playing is Pokemon Green. So update on that. Remember, I was said I was going to do one gym uh, per episode, and then Did I you already do that. just stopped last yeah, time, last time we recorded. Yeah, I just beat uh, the game corner in uh, Celadon City. Oh, so you've made quite a bit of progress. Yeah. So I'm and I'm in lavender. I'm in lavender town. I'm in the. I can't remember what they're called. I can't remember what these places are called because it's all in Japanese. Pokemon Tower. Oh, yeah. Is a Pokemon Tower like the in the, Lavender Town with the ghost? Yeah, it's like the graveyard. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I got I got the Silph Scope, and I'm over to there, and yeah, I actually played a lot. I play it when I'm at work, and because I work in a call center, and you know it's been very quiet recently, so you get like a lot of idle time in between. So I've just been mm. playing Pokemon. It's great. Fair. I got paid to do it, so even better. <laughs> I'm sorry if my boss is listening, but I doubt she'd be listening. You hope this will be the one time she listens. Yeah, right. Because it's always the way it goes, isn't that right, Jake? <laughs> I'm not sure. going to talk about that on the podcast. <laughs> I know, but it's always the one time. We have a lot to catch up on after the podcast. <laughs> All right, so moving on to the news. But first up, like always, um, I just want to give a bit of a bit of a plug to our Patreon. Uh, for just $1 per month, you can get the podcast two to three days early. It all goes towards supporting the website, supporting the channel, uh, and the and everything like that. And if we reach $100 per month, we'll make the podcast a weekly show, which will be very exciting to do. Sure. But moving... Yeah. So in the news, so we're a bit late to this, but Pokemon Presents happens last week, I believe it was. Uh, after few... we did our recording. Yeah, like yeah. two days after last podcast. Yeah, we're not good when it comes to timing. So that was that was very unfortunate. Which, which is another reason if we were a weekly <laughs> podcast. I was just about to go into that, but thank you. <laughs> um there was a lot Please of Please give money now. Please. <laughs> Please. There was there was a lot of talk. Uh, there was a lot of mobile talk actually, to begin with, like the first halves. You know, Pokemon Masters yeah. EX, uh, Pokemon Go. I forgot that exists. Yeah, me too. I never played. Where's it. Pokemon Sleep? Agreed. Where is it? <laughs> what is it? <laughs> That's all I want to know. Where is what it? What is it? And. Yeah, and then Pokemon Cafe got like a massive remix. I'm like, who wanted that? Who wanted, you know, more Pokemon Cafe? To be fair, Where Pokemon Cafe Cafe's... was fun. Pokemon Cafe was fun for like the first hour, and then like just the way that it is made, like how it's more physics, uh, more physics based puzzle game, kind of ruined it. It didn't even. But it's, made it's better than a match three. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll give you that. I can't comment on that, but uh, and Pokemon Unite is coming to mobile September twenty second, but we already knew about that. Mm. And getting Mamoswine and Sylveon as characters, yay! It's good that it's um, giving you know highlights to less popular Pokemon. Like yeah, people like Sylveon, but like who would have guessed Mamoswine? Yeah. 
I will give the po- like the Pokemon company, I will give them credit. They just pull out random Pokemon sometimes. I'm like, do they have a hat and they just have like names and a hat and they just pull it out every now and then? Is that what they do? See, like that's that's the cool thing about Pokemon that I love is like every Pokemon is at least someone's favorite. Like the uh, the yeah. Slowpoke video they did like ages ago where it was just like Yadon. <laughs> Yeah, and people love Slowpoke, and they freaked out. <laughs> it's like, okay, didn't know there was this much hype behind Slowpoke. Uh, Slowpoke is cool. I did like Slowpoke. Just don't uh, but... tail. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we did get a brand new trailer. Of, uh, was it Brilliant Diamond? Po- Shining Pearl. Yeah. Shining Pearl, thank you. I can never get them right. Um, but yeah, got a new trailer. I'll, everyone says it looks worse. I think it looks better. Yeah, I I think it yeah, looks it better too. Yeah, it did actually look a lot better, honestly. Um, I I like how the under yeah the yes. underground is expanded. I it love that, and really there's an actual cool. use. There's an actual use for it this time, outside of you know digging for fossils and doing that weird challenge that takes like twenty hours or whatever it is just to get Spiritomb. To be fair, it was pretty fun just doing the underground in general. Yeah, like the mining was pretty fun. I'm just glad it has more of a use now. Yeah, like the um, like the hidden areas and stuff is really neat. Yeah, like get, getting yeah, being able to catch Pokemon you normally wouldn't be able to catch, like fire That's types. Cool. Yeah, <laughs> That's cool. There's more than two fire types in Sinnoh this time. <laughs> Every, like nine times out of ten, I'll pick the fire type starter in any because Pokemon game because no fire types in Sinnoh as well. Exactly. Well, like in most games, it's like it takes a long time to get a fire Pokemon. Well, yeah, yeah, like I, I, I recently played uh, Pokemon Emerald, uh, like specifically wanting to do a fire type like mono run. Mm. I think I only had access to five Pokemon. Yeah. Well, six out of eight times I'm picking a water type. But water types are everywhere. Yeah, but come on. Empoleon, Samurott. Uh, uh, um, like, uh, Empoleon's pretty cool, but Samurott, meh. Uh, for me, it's the other way around, but uh, each of their own. And that's that's the cool thing about Pokemon. Everyone everyone has their favorites, which is really cool. Uh, a new special special edition Switch Lite was announced. It looks average. It's a new Switch Lite. It's grey. Woo. Yeah. Because like it's it's reminiscent of the original DS that they released. Yeah, and that was average too. Yes. So why reminisce on something that was average? Yeah. But I don't know for people. I guess I guess for people who had that DS, maybe that was like a big selling limited edition DS, and then they were like, "Oh, people reminisce about that" because there was a lot of people who bought it. There was a lot, like, of, you, you... A lot of limited edition DSs and 3DSs. Yeah. Oh, there yeah. Were. But, like, it's it's the Switch Lite. If you're going to, like, make it look like an older DS model, make it the DS Lite. You know, the one mm. that sold the most. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, name-wise, makes sense. Yeah. That is true, actually. But, yeah, like, I always think about, you know, DS sales, hardware sales, and 3DS hardware sales. I'm like, okay, but then divide that by, I don't know, divide that by three and take that off the total, and that's people just buying multiple DSs. Hmm. Yeah. Because, like, 150,000 
150,000 plus DS was, was sold, but probably 100,000 100, owners. Right, let's be real. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I had I had multiple DSs, mainly because of Pokemon. Yeah. This I had multiple 3DSs as well. Yeah, I had yeah, multiple 3DSs. Like... I think I had... Oh, let me count this real quick. One, two, three, four, five, six different 3DSs. One was a 2DS. The, the Pokemon Blue one. I only had two. I had like the I had three. original 3DS. Yeah, I had the original 3DS and I had the special edition Fire Emblem Fates 3DS. Ooh, Ooh. that one was good. Yeah. I wanted yeah. I wanted the Majora's Must 3DS. That was good. I had that one. The gold one. That and was and I was devastated because there was a dead pixel in the top left-hand corner. Oh, and had, no. <laughs> and I had to take it back. They were cool about it, and I got it. But like, then the then the other one, like the newer one, I got the hinge was kind of clackety, and I'm like, oh. I I've already done it. I'm keeping it, and it's still the one I've got today. And like, every you know when you open like a new 3ds, and it's just like it's so smooth. Yeah, you know it's so nice. Mine's click clack click clack. <laughs> it's so bad, but it's great. It's it's my 3ds. It's special to me. It's Alex's it has character. Exactly. <laughs> um. Then they showed a little bit more of Pokemon Legends Arceus, or Arceus. I never know. Um, this, it looks better. You know, we it don't have Pokemon. significantly in. better, which is yeah, insane. It's showing promise. Like, the amount of progress since, the, like, in less than a year that they've shown off yeah. is really impressive. Yeah, no Pokemon, like, three frames per second. Yes. Mm-hmm. So that's that's nice. Also, yeah, Ursa so- Ring was actually terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. And what was that new, the new Pokemons that were? Uh, oh, Besculegion. Besuian yeah. um, forms as well. Yeah, uh, the Growlithe. Yeah. Yeah, he looked cool. So it was uh, Besculegion and I can't remember the name of it, but uh, Stampler's Evolution. Yeah. And then you had Hisuian, Growlithe, and what was the other one? Yeah, what uh, was the other one? Uh... We should have researched this beforehand. Yeah, see, like I remember the Growlithe because everyone it, loves it is the adorable. Growlithe. It's, it is yeah. very adorable. Like it's, I, it looks I, like it's chubby cheeks. I like that it is, you know, like designed more to look like the Shiza, which is what Growlithe and Arcanine were originally based on. Yeah, it is. It is very cool. I'll give it that. Mm. Ba- Basque, the story about Basculation though is so dark. <laughs> oh my yes, it is. <laughs> The line delivery on that was yeah. hilarious. <laughs> oh my goodness! Oh, that uh, was actually like, it was, oh yeah, it's a uh, oh it's dead, like schoolmates are helping it go on. It's like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh no, yeah. But yeah, it, it looks the game actually looks really good. It doesn't look, you know, and people are complaining, and it's of course they're going to complain, especially about Pokemon. Everyone's going to complain yeah, about Pokemon. Yeah, but like, like I, I at least kind of get it because like this could look better. Oh, absolutely. But, yeah, but like, like personally for me, like my uh, the one thing, uh, the one new thing that people are like raging over that I do not understand is the trees. Like, the change- well not really um <laughs> for me it's the uh the changes to the battle system yeah also it is braviary I, uh braviary that's what it was thank you yeah but um 
but yeah like like that's something that pokemon has needed for like the longest time is like uh an actual meaningful change to the battle system that isn't some massive bombastic thing like uh you know uh z moves or mega evolution or gigantamaxing it's just do you want to trade speed for strength yeah yeah and it, and it, it was something that uh was in cyber sleuth that like was really neat like the faster your digimon yeah, the more yeah. attacks you could do and what i love about it like the most though is just like the ui for like the turn counter because i saw that i'm like oh my god that's just final fantasy 10 <laughs> uh the what part was that sorry uh uh in uh, it showed off during the trailer uh in yeah. the battle on the top right hand side it uh it showed the uh the turn order so it would have been like oh, you know your, yes yeah your pokemon then like the net uh then the opponent and then when you uh switch to like speed style it'll uh swap the uh portraits around to you know show off how that affects the next couple of turns that's right, because when you first said that, I thought you were mentioning about, like, when the actual name comes up, Speed Star, it's like in Japanese writing, I'm like, that's Yakuza! Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> that too. I love the memes that came out with that. <laughs> Especially when, um, uh, Kiryu got announced for Super Monkey Ball, Banana yeah, Mania. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Super Monkey like, Ball, um, Morgana from Persona 5 got announced for it as well. Yeah. yeah, of course he did. To beat oh, up the crazy. cat that no one likes. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I, I think my favorite of that is just so simple. It's just like, like the text shows up and then receive you just starts playing. You know, curious them. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's it's simple, but it works. It's effective <laughs> and it's hilarious. Uh. <laughs> But yeah, I I am really excited still for Legends Arceus. I reckon I reckon it will be good. I'm trying to go in with low expectations because I've learned yeah. my lesson with doing <laughs> that. Um, but like, take it. F- you know, people complaining about the graphics. Take it from me. I am currently playing through Pokemon Green. So, and like, I grew up with you know the red, blues, and yellows, and like, this is what we dreamed of back in yeah. the day this is what we wanted pokemon to be i remember i wrote well i was going to write an article it never ended up oh maybe i did publish it i don't know but like i was going to write an article about what i wanted pokemon on the switch to be like before let's go got announced and this is pretty much what i said like yeah. you know free roaming pokemon so yeah i think we we as gamers have gotten very very spoiled especially mm. you know 4k graphics pc um like how how much you can push your pc and constantly needing to get the new graphics card and everything i think as long as as long as the gameplay is good um and it's smooth and it's fun that's more or less the most important thing i will yeah. say the uh, the defenders who are saying like oh the switch isn't power enough to run anything better than that it's like no look at you know breath of the wild that came out on launch day yeah exactly like, that's that's not that's not the case. No, uh, like, it's it, always it, the game it, everyone goes to, though. Yeah. To be fair, it came out on launch day and it looks pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, and we also have The Witcher Three. <laughs> yeah. Somehow. I don't know how, but we somehow have that. Yeah, we somehow wit- uh, have Witcher Three on the Switch. It's actually tolerable as well. That's how I yeah. played it. I played it a bit on Witcher Three, like. I, I'm kind of waiting for the Series X upgrade, but then again, like, 
I'm also because I've got it on PC. I've got it on everything pretty much. I've got it on PC as well. So like maybe I'll just play on PC so you can uh, put your because you, you can ch- uh, transfer your save file from the Switch version to the PC version. Huh. So, oh, cool. Neat. Yeah, but but you can't do that with the Xbox version or the PlayStation version. So it only works with the Switch and Steam. That's the only way you can do it. Um, but then like the Steam Deck's gonna come out. I'm like, maybe I won't even end up doing that, but we'll see how that goes. I mean, you can start it on the Switch. That's and true. transfer start... over to the Steam Deck. That's a very good point. I'm I'm reading the books, but that's a whole separate conversation. I want to read them first. <laughs> Back on topic. Uh, and yeah, exactly. Last thing I'm pretty sure was Pokemon Home. Uh, that's, that got confirmed for uh, Brilliant Diamond, Shining Pearl, and Arceus. Actually, that's something else that I've noticed. They're not making... It looks like they're not going to make a Brilliant Diamond Shining Pearl the next competitive game. Yeah, and, th- and that doesn't surprise me Because it well. doesn't have online ranked. Ah. There was online ranked in other yeah. Pokemon games. This is the first time hearing about it. Yeah, they have it in Sword and Shield. It's, you know, oh, okay. you do the battles and stuff yeah. online. But, like, I... Because normally what they do is the latest game becomes the like latest competitive game. And when I saw it doesn't have online rank, it means it's not doing that with, you know, Brilliant Diamond, Shining Pearl. So Sword and Shield, if you want to play competitive, is still your go-to game. Mm. Yeah, all right. I mean, remember as well, this is this is the first Pokemon game that's mainline Pokemon game that's not being developed by Game Freak. Oh, yeah, true. So that's interesting. But like... Yeah, I, I guess if it's not monitored directly by Game Freak, they wouldn't want to make it competitive. Hmm. But that's that's all the Pokemon news. We'll move on. Um, so, according to Illumination's Matt Guff, the Super Mario movie will be directed by the Teen Titans Go creators. So this was a uh, a little a little mess up by uh, Matt Guff who actually posted it to his LinkedIn account. He had changed his bio to say um, that he was working on the Super Mario movie. So that's quite interesting. I mean, personally, I haven't seen Teen Titans Go. I've never watched it. Have you guys ever watched that? I have bits and pieces of it. Okay. Polarizing is the best way I can describe it. I think the reason it's polarizing is because people want the original style of teen titans yeah true because but it the show the itself thing... is pretty well made yeah yeah it, it, it is a well-made show it's just like personally for me the writing is too stupid that's okay. i think that was a cartoon network um push i think honestly yeah because if you look at the like, show there is the so one, much like yeah. subtle animation stuff that's like, please help us. Yeah, yeah. Like the one episode that I always go to to describe the tone of Teen Titans Go is the episode where Cyborg and Beast Boy eat a lot of food. Their guts, you know, you know, their stomachs just engorge, you know, like cartoons do when they eat a lot of food. But it gets to the point where their stomachs turn into like kaiju's. And like destroy shit, and it's like, uh, uh, all right, mm. <laughs> it's aimed at younger kids. 
Well, yeah, I mean, this is also going to be aimed at kids and families. Yeah, but like the the one thing I always remember was uh, the animation team had put on like a coffin in an attic that said a uh, Young Justice season three. Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> like Teen Titans Go does have its moments. Like it can be funny. It's just like some sometimes like some episodes are just like why did people get paid to write this? Yeah, it looks like the writing team got like forced into a corner while the animation team was like, "I'm gonna have some fun with this stuff." Yeah. So, from what I've seen as well, like about Teen Titans Go, it it does seem like a decent fit, I suppose, for the direction that they're going for. And this is, I suppose, you got to look like. I suppose you've got to look at the later site, like the more modern Teen Titans Go as well. Not just like the first season, the kind of how that develops. And I don't know, yeah. to, to me, it's it's not taken away hope, but it hasn't reinforced m- much of it either. Teen Titans Go to the movie was pretty good. Yeah, I, I like the scene where they had to, you know, force uh, Bruce Wayne's parents to get killed. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> And Robin with, like, the massive grin on his face while he's doing it. Like, like yeah, I, I have my problems with Teen Titans Go, but, like, you know, in the end, it's... Like, yeah, it, it, it will fit probably okay with Mario. It's not like I'm expecting the Mario movie to be Shakespeare yeah. or anything. But, like... Like... They could have done better. Like, yeah, they could uh, could have gotten better people, but they could have gotten a lot worse than the Teen Titans go guys. I mean, it could be the original uh, Mario cartoon. <laughs> Mama Luigi. <laughs> or, I mean, even the even the you know the obvious one, the Mario Brothers movie. Like, it could always be worse. To be fair, the Mario Brothers movie is actually pretty fun to just watch. I've never, no, it's I've not. Never seen it. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not yeah, a I've... good Mario movie, but it's it's one of those so bad it's fun. No, it's not. It is, <laughs> dude. That no, actually, no. I can't talk about that story. <laughs> <laughs> never mind. I have heard. I have heard the story of how it cre- was created more than I've actually watched a movie, which is zero times. Um, so mm. it wasn't hard. But, like, have either of you guys read the uh, book Console Wars? Or, like, listened... I, I've, I haven't read it, but I've only listened to the audiobook. But has anyone read that? No, no I, I've been meaning to for the longest time, but, it's you know, really I'm good. not a book person, so I always tend to forget. Yeah. Listen to the audiobook. Like, that's the only way I've done it. But, like, it's the audiobook's actually done re- really well, aside from the way he pronounces Japanese names. It's, it's terrible. It's, it's Yamauchi, not Yamauchi. Ah. <laughs> ah oh my god persona yeah. 5 does the same thing it drives ah. me nuts the the main cast can't pronounce their last names properly <laughs> it's so bad but anyways um yeah like his name is sakamoto not sakamoto shut up sakamoto. <laughs> <laughs> oh thank you that was funny um but yeah, I've I've I know the story so well of how the Super Mario Brothers movie came to be the dumpster fire that it was that I feel like I've seen the movie enough. I've seen enough of the movie 
to know pretty much what it is. That's where I, that's that's where I'm going with that. Uh, moving on, Jake, do you want to read this one? Because I know you're excited about it. Uh, oh. <laughs> so, Monster Rancher 1 and 2 DX is coming to the Switch on December 9th, and I am very confused on how this is going to work. Yes, very. So, the the article that I that I linked in there actually talks about how it happens. Oh, okay. So let me let me skim through this. For reference, uh, right? So the original Monster Rancher games worked on the PlayStation where you swapped your discs over. Yes. Yeah, yeah, there was there's a thing with the uh the original PlayStation 1's uh hardware limitations where like you can take out the game and it'll still have some of the data left in the console, so uh yeah, the original Monster Rancher games would uh would exploit that by uh letting you take out a uh, take out the game disc, replace it with another disc. It will start reading that disc and it will turn that into a monster that you can raise and fight with. So you can put in CDs, other PlayStation games. Actually, did other PlayStation games interfere with it? I don't remember because, like, when I played it, it was when I borrowed the game from Blockbuster back in the day. Yeah. Remember those days? Remember Blockbuster? Yeah. <laughs> Mine was old. Atlantic Video. Mine was Atlantic yeah, Video. Atlantic. Down in uh, Davern Park. Yeah, that's the one. But then they evolved to to keep up with the times. They changed their name to Atlantic DVD. That's right. I forgot about that. <laughs> uh, it just makes me laugh now that I think about it. Mm. They were the cheapest. Yeah. Oh, they were so good. I got I got so many games from them. But yeah, like yeah, with, with this coming out, uh, both on the Switch and on Steam, actually, uh. I'm not sure if, like, you know, the game swapping thing is going to be, like, a thing. So they're probably going to have to, like, strip that down and recode it to something completely different. Yeah, so, I mean, in in the article, I'll, re- I'll read this bit out. Um, As fans of the original may remember, the games use physical CDs to generate monsters in the game. Monster Hunt, Monster Rancher 1 and 2 DX now lets players search a database to find their desired CD and generate a monster from its data. Ah, uh, okay. I was looking at the wrong link that was in the document. I couldn't, yeah, I couldn't see that bit. Okay. My bad. Uh, but yeah, it pretty much, it basically, it bypasses what made, I've never played the game, but like t- from the sounds of it, it kind of bypasses what actually made the game unique. And just yeah. make, just lets you pick from a menu. Yeah, it's, yeah. That that was the whole thing. It's like, oh, what would happen if I stick uh, my mother's Celine Dion uh, album into my PlayStation? What kind of cool creature am I going to get with that? I don't think you're going <laughs> to get like, anything cool from that. Or, or your uh, <laughs> Digimon the movie soundtrack. Yeah, could could be something cool from that. <laughs> that that is a oh. that is a encapsulation of like just late 90s early 2000s like ska punk punk music yeah it was that movie was that movie was great i could rewatch that just just skip past the angela anaconda bit at the beginning <laughs> um so i mean yeah i've never played i don't think i've even heard of monster rancher to be honest so i'm a bit out of the loop there um, <laughs> it had an anime back in the day that was actually, you know, dubbed into English because, you know, people were trying to find the next Pokemon and, yeah, sure. that didn't work. 
Yeah. It was, yeah, it was that period where everyone was trying to compete with it. Um, Nathan, have you ever played this these games? I never got to play it, but I remember hearing about it. Right, okay. Was it similar to that? I remember there was one where... Oh, maybe there was, maybe this was just um the Tamago- Tamagotchi things, but wasn't there one where you scanned barcodes? Yeah, scanners. Yeah. Is that literally what it was called? Yes, it was, was called yeah, scanners. Yeah, it was literally called scanners. My God. My it's God. like, oh, there's there's aliens stuck in barcodes in your, sh- in your shopping mall. Scan them and defeat them and catch them. And it was weird. <laughs> <laughs> Do you not also include a barcode scanner? The original, um, not the original, the uh, Digivice for season four. And you yeah. could like get even mini games or like battles from it from that. That was the one where the Digimon, t- like humans turned into Digimon. Oh, that's when I stopped caring about Digimon. That's when most people stopped caring about Digimon. I hated that idea. I'm glad I stopped caring before then, because that sounds horrible. I only liked the first season. After that, it got kind of weird for me. Also, I found out um, that it's not Digimon Adventure. Like, Digimon Adventure 02 is not because it's the second one. It's because it was based in 2002. (laughs) Well, that's not confusing at all. Uh, um, moving on uh, Nathan do you want to read this one out yeah so um, Cat Dog and April O'Neil are announced for Nintendo so not Nintendo Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl I saw the like the mm. NI I was like oh Nintendo because we're on a Nintendo podcast <laughs> <laughs> so yeah but hey we told you Cat Dog and April O'Neil I don't know who April O'Neil is but I'm happy about Cat Dog April O'Neil is the uh, girl that hangs out with the Ninja Turtles ah I never liked Ninja Turtles. Yeah, same. <laughs> I have a lot of friends who will murder me for that. Because <laughs> they were 80s kids. I'll, but, I'll, uh, I mean, I'll yeah. we'll, we'll I'm su- half surprised you didn't watch the uh, 2001, Alex, which is more anime-esque. I just never really liked them to begin with. Like, yeah. and To me, it was just a weird concept. I mean, you know, I don't, I don't mind weird concepts, but I don't know. They're just never... You know when something that just doesn't appeal to you? Fair. Yeah. Like like the Rugrats. <laughs> Having this conversation again. <laughs> I mean, we are on the same game, so there is a reason for it. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. I have but like, to. <laughs> with, with this, though, I believe when, you know, this was announced and we were talking about it on the podcast, I said that uh, the cover was leaked, kind of. Yeah. And it showed, like, the silhouettes of the characters, and I said, oh, hey, you can clearly see Catdog and April O'Neil. Yeah. <laughs> so, no surprise here. Catdog was a fun Told you show. so. I, I actually li- I liked Catdog. Cat Catdog dog. was great. Catdog. Yeah. I remember, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I actually remember that. That and Ren and Stippy. I did like Ren and Stippy as well. That was a good show. Yeah, you, yeah, you don't know powder, uh, powdered toast, man. Right. <laughs> Wait, do I? I know powdered toast, man. You didn't know when Did we I, talked you, about it in the podcast. Yeah, when we talked about it, it's like I have no idea who powdered toast man is. <laughs> Did I? Yes, yes. But I do know who powdered toast man is. <laughs> I'm gonna go back and listen to that episode. I'm pretty the- sure you didn't. Like you were just like, okay, I'm happy for you guys. Maybe I tuned out and then I was just kind of going along with whatever was getting <laughs> you said. You probably did. Like, remember that, remember that time we were talking about the Warcraft movie and I did that as well? 
Yeah. Yeah, well, but I kind of <laughs> expected that because I'm the only one who gives a damn about Warcraft. Hey, I liked Warcraft 3. That game was great. Just and then it became an MMO. Yeah, well, yeah. And then it became an MMO, and I'm like, eh, I'm out. And that's normally how things go with me. And then it became a card game. <laughs> and, and, and hey, some people came back onto it. And good for them. I'm glad they got something they liked. This one is very interesting. I'm actually really excited to talk about this. So, uh, an indie Metroidvania, Good Boy Galaxy, is announced for Game Boy Advance. With, yeah. Yeah, with an enhanced version also coming to Switch and PC. I mean, that's great. That's fine. But, like, this is the first Game Boy Advance game since I looked this up in, in preparation 14, for this. 15 first, years, wasn't it? Yeah, since February 12th, 2008, was Natsume's Samurai Deeper Cure which released in North America and Japan, which I'm surprised even <laughs> released in North America. Um, but that was like a DVD Game Boy Advance type, like tie-in with like a, some weird movie. Um, but like that was the only game that released in 2008 for the GBA. Before that was 2007. But yeah, this is the first proper GBA game in like 13, 14 years. Which is insane. I love love it when, uh, like, indie companies just out of nowhere, it's like, oh, yeah, we're making this game for this console that's been discontinued for 20 years. Yeah, it's nuts. (laughs) And it looks really good. It'd be like that, was it, that indie company that um, made the GB, like, the Game Boy game? Oh, there's been a couple of them. Yeah, you're right. Like, where they, they actually put, like, the Game Boy, like, screen on the game as well. Yeah, we're talking about that. Yeah. What's the uh, Mr. Uh, Taco? Yeah, that's it. Oh uh, yeah, as as yeah, saving Mr. Taco and um, Squidlet. That'd be like if they released that on a Game Boy. Yeah, pretty much. So yeah, it's it's but like there's there seems to be a weird nostalgia more so for the Game Boy. I mean, I say weird, but that console went for like twelve years, and you know it's pretty much a pioneer for handheld gaming also so, game boy game boy color mixed together which is where pokemon came in as well yeah yeah, yeah. and like alex the uh when you say it's like weird nostalgia for that era at this point you got to remember like the people the people that grew up when the game boy advance like came out they're like six like anywhere between 16 to 21 yeah at this they're, point they're starting to get into game development now also, Game yeah. Boy Advance was had a lot of really solid titles. Oh, yeah, yeah it was did. amazing. Like, and it was, was amazing. Really system. solid games as well. Like this is really really cool. But the idea of actually going back to a original Game Boy Advance and playing this, I'm just like, huh? I can barely see the screen. I would play it on a DS Lite or or an SP. You need an SP for that backlight. Even then, the backlight wasn't that great on the SP. It's better than no backlight. Yeah, I was going to say, it's better than no backlight. Sure, I'll take what I can get. Like, that's fine. Um, And another cool uh, tidbit from this, if the campaign, like, because it's a Kickstarter campaign, and it's already, I think it's on, like, 70,000, 60 or 70,000 pounds already. Um, And if it reaches 100,000 pounds, the developer has promised to release the Game Boy Advance source code and tutorials for other developers. That's pretty cool. The yeah. fact that you, there may be more Game Boy Advance games in the future. Yeah, all because all because of this. So someone's someone's clearly like reverse engineered the Game Boy Advance and created their own dev kit to do this, which and, is insane. Oh yeah, it's so I I love hearing about 
developers or even just i don't know whenever it happens when they reverse engineer consoles it's really cool like they did that with the companies did that with the original nes with nintendo um being so strict with that kind of stuff it's all in console wars i said that before listen Mm. to console wars it's all in there it's a great book or audiobook However, but yeah, you can I just it. think this is awesome. Yeah, exactly. But I think this is awesome. Uh, so, Good Boy Galaxy. I didn't check when it got announced. Is anyone on the Kickstarter page right now? They can uh, see that. I, uh, do, do, do. I checked how much it's at at the moment, uh, which is £62,000. That's good. That's where it's at now. So uh, I think it's like after only two days. That, yeah, you always like get that. that big initial burst and then the last minute burst. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. people hold out to see if they actually have to to pledge to get that final uh, stretch goal. Also, like, to, oh, you know, so... get money put aside as well. Yeah, that's true. Although yeah, it says there's uh, 27 days to go. So yeah, this was announced like three, maybe four days ago. Yeah. yeah. And it's already raised that much, so... I mean, it's coming. It's coming to Switch. I mean, that's the only other goal is for, or that he's re- that they've revealed, anyways. But that's the only other goal is for the GBA source code. So all the other stretch goals, it's it's hit. Because I'm pretty sure it was a jump from fifty thousand to a hundred thousand pounds, if I remember correctly. Mm. They might Which add is... some more in after as well. Probably a lot Probably. of them tend yeah. to do that. Yeah. But yeah, it looks like it's planning to release in early 2023, which so not yeah. too long. No, not really. And I, I just, I just love the original GBA sprites. Like, I would, I would play the Switch version, the enhanced version, because that's just more easily accessible. But uh, there's something very nostalgic about the old GBA sprites. Also, good luck finding your uh, GBA charger or your DS charger. Yeah. That's also a very good point. Yeah. Uh, moving on from that awesome bit of news, uh, Nathan, <laughs> I now remember that you're the Digimon guy. So yes, yes, I am. <laughs> Go for the next one. Uh, so uh, Digimon Survive has been rated by the Australian Ratings Board as PG. So last week we talked. Sorry, not last week. Last fortnight we talked about uh, how it got delayed to 2022 from sources saying that yeah but we have uh australian rating actually come out uh pg with mild fantasy violence and coarse language oh no there's gonna be swears (laughs) darn it gosh darn it but yeah this this is definitely uh, a good sign of it's still alive yeah and um potentially sooner than we think yeah, because it was like orig- the original release window was like 2019 and then kept yes. getting pushed back. And uh, and like the thing last fortnight we were saying it was second half of 2022, which was like just, oh, mm. we have, we've barely touched the first half of 2021. But like yeah. the fact that it's got a ratings already kind of gives leeway to maybe early 2022 or even late yeah. this year. Yeah, yeah, like April, May-ish. Yeah, so we'll have to wait and see for more news, but it's not dead. Yay! Yes, the Australian Classifications Board leaks so much. It's great. It really does. (laughs) Australia. And it also rejects a lot. Yeah, that's that's a whole other can of worms. 
South Park. And yeah. <laughs> Last bit of news, Jake. Do you want to take this one? Uh, sure. Do I'm <laughs> a bit ahead of the uh, the thing? Okay. Uh, Pokemon Go reverts the uh, interaction circle back to its uh, back to a larger size for uh, after people have been you know telling them, hey, COVID is still a thing. Yeah. And it looks like this might be a permanent increase. Which is good. I mean, they did that whole letter and outline of, you know, all the, all the fans outlining, like, why it should be changed yeah. back. And, hey, they listened. Despite the, you know, very corporate response. Yes. Which, like, when we said that, saw that, we were like, yeah, it's probably not going to happen. Because it was a very, very corporate response, which made, you know, doesn't give good science but you know they actually went ahead and it kept it expanded yeah or re-expanded you know, for some places yeah but you know the, the bigger the company the more lawyers they have to tell them not to say things yeah and so. you know pokemon go is the like biggest mobile game globally i think at this yeah. point oh yeah. yeah sure is yeah definitely it, it brings in like a billion dollars easily oh yeah it's nuts the Pokemon Company is absolutely absolutely loaded. They should probably hire more developers for Game Freak, but that's that's a different matter. Uh, so moving on, so that was that was all the news. Like I said, pretty news light episode this uh, this fortnight. Uh, now we'll go on to indie roundups. So this is where we we talk about um, a few upcoming indie titles within the next fortnight that we just feel as though either um, either should be highlighted or don't get enough attention. And we have we have six this time. So the first one is Monster Harvest. So this yes, one is launching I, I, number three. I had my name on this one, didn't I? Yeah, you did. Monster Harvest. This game has been delayed multiple times. So I I'm pretty sure it was originally May or April or something, and then it was like always push out a month, push out a month, and now it looks like it's finally coming out because it's coming out on Tuesday, which until it gets should pushed be the back. T- well, yeah, <laughs> one hour beforehand. Nah, not doing it. Yeah. So basically, this is a, a farming adventure with a twist. Get ready to set out on an adventure of a lifetime as you start a new life in Planable Point. Develop your own farm, build and customize your own house, craft your own adventure, make some delicious jams, and mutate your crops to create loyal and fierce companions you can take into battle. It's Stardew Valley Pokemon. Pretty much. <laughs> wow, very Pokemon heavy podcast today, huh? It really is. Hey, I'm not complaining. I like Pokemon. I mean, we we had the Pokemon, you know, present suit cover, so Yeah, well, exactly. I'm surprised you went with Stardew Valley and Pokemon and not, you know, Harvest Moon. It and... looks like Stardew Valley art style though. Yeah. But Harvest is literally in the name. It's Monster yeah, but... Harvest. Yeah, but at this point, no one really cares about, you know, Harvest Moon. It's all about Stardew Valley. Stardew yeah. Valley's the hoot, uh, the new hotness. It's, well, it's, and... it's been out for six years, and it's basically taken over. As it's like it's still the most solid one. Yeah, it has taken over the genre. Yeah, true. Even, you've even got Story of Seasons, and people still... They're like, oh, the Stardew Valley-like game. I'm like, huh? <laughs> not, not quite. Not quite. But like it is, it was. It's still like charting really high on the eShop. Yeah, like that. That's just yeah. example. That's it. So yeah, if, if you like that kind of game, plus uh, plus Pokemon, want to see what that combines into, yeah, Monster Harvest. 
that should be out by the time this goes up, which is good. Next one we have is Kiwi, which again, 31st of August. This was in an Indie World presentation uh, originally. So this one, uh, Welcome to Kiwi, the cute and chaotic co-op postal puzzle game where the mail must flow, and it's up to you to keep things running. Players Jeff and Deborah, two small Kiwi birds, and the newest hires at the Bungalow Basin Telepost Office. So this one looks like a, uh, a puzzle, an automation puzzle game. It's actually really oh, interesting man. looking. It, like it looks it's cute. cute as hell. Yeah. yeah, it's cute as hell is all I really get from this. But like, yeah, I've I've seen trailers for this like a while ago because yeah, like you said, it was uh, featured at a uh, presentation. But uh, like yeah, it it looks fun. It, it does look like a fun game. It's just like for someone like me who has a lot of trouble like you know splitting my attention on things, this might be a bit difficult. Yeah, it, also it looks you like say cute as hell, but it has cassowaries and they are monsters. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, it, it it does look it does look cute. But I know what you mean. The gameplay actually looks quite complicated, and it kind of reminds me of not to the same extent. But did either of you play or see Automa Chef by Team Seventeen? Not ringing a bell. Yeah, Sorry. it's not ringing a bell. Okay, it's but it's like one of those games where you like set automations for like um like a like a restaurant and it gets very complicated. But it looks like that, but to a lesser extent. But yeah, it it does look like, despite the cuteness, there's there's a lot to to unpack here. But if you like that kind of game, if you like um you know really hard puzzle games with cute little birds that are secretly devils, yeah. Kiwi, that's 31st of August, the so same date. And once again, same date, uh, Lamentum. So 31st of August. So Lamentum is a pixel art survival horror game set in New England in the mid-19th century. Guide Victor Hartwell, a young aristocrat, on a desperate journey to cure the deadly disease that afflicts his beloved wife, Alyssa. Their last hope resides in the darkened halls of Grail Hill Mansion, whose Earl has uncovered ancient secrets and forgotten sciences. He claims he can heal Alyssa, but at what price? Gra Hill Mansion will open its doors and immerse you in a world of nightmares where you may be trapped forever. Man, this game's, like, key art is heavily inspired by Darkest Dungeon. Yeah, you beat me to it. I was going to say yeah. it as well. I was sure I'm like, this is just Darkest Dungeon art, so... <laughs> yeah, like, gameplay, not so much, because, you know, heavily pixel, but, like, yeah, the key art? Wow, that is... That might as well just be Darkest Dungeon fan art. Yeah. It's a bit on the nose. Yeah. Darkest Dungeon with a bit more HP Lovecraft. <laughs> yeah. But the actual yeah, the, the game already has a lot of HP Lovecraft. Yeah, I it? know. <laughs> just, just a touch more. <laughs> the gameplay here, it, it reminds me, uh, there was this one video that JonTron did way back in the day. It was about a Super Nintendo game, kind of like this. It kind of reminds me of that, in a Clock way. Tower? Yeah, that's the one. Thank you. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of that, but like it's like it's got clear inspirations from that. I just really like the art style, especially there's a screenshot here that we're looking at of the uh like all the science equipment. Yeah, yeah. And the Bunsen burner. Like you see like the dark shading and like how everything is sort of like dark and mysterious. There's the uh... Like hints of spider webs in the corner of the uh, the shelves and everything. It's it looks 
This is a mood. Science. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is a mood. It's it's 19th century science, which is basically devil worship. It's alchemy. Yeah. <laughs> but it does give me that. Like, it gives me kind of, um, like, classic gothic literature like Frankenstein. Um, I was an English major at university, so I love that kind of stuff. Um, but like Frankenstein, especially, I remember when I read it and it just, this is what it kind of gives vibes of like that 19th century Gothic horror. And yeah, it, I don't, I don't like horror actually. I personally don't like horror, but I like 19th century horror because it's not scary. Yeah. I'm the same. I don't like horror, but I like horror themes. Yeah. Yeah. And not, like I was talking to my housemate as well. I'm going a bit on a bit of a tangent. I'll cut this out. No, you <laughs> won't. Um, <laughs> in the video, in the video, I will. In the actual podcast, I'll keep it in. Um, but uh, have any of you guys heard of Turn of the Screw by Henry James? Oh, that sounds familiar. I haven't. So, long story short, it's about it's about a nanny who comes uh, into this mansion and looks after the kids, but the kids are all weird, and you know you can kind of get the theme there. Um, but there's one chapter where it's just her reading a book and I'm like, and I remember reading it. I'm just like, what is the point of this? What is happening? Like, why are we, why are we just reading about her reading a book? And then when I went to the lecture, we did a lecture on that chapter and it was because back then women weren't allowed to read. So it was seen as devil worship. Oh, okay. (laughs) And I'm reading it. Like, why are we reading this? This is so stupid. And that was why. It's like, oh, outdated things that I didn't know were a thing. Yeah. Because I live in modern age. And aren't stupid. Yeah. Like, my God. <laughs> yeah, horror themes yeah. are very touch and go depending on what you go with. Yeah, definitely. Like, Absolutely. Like uh, in the D&D game I play in, our DM went with some buddy horror where if you fail a con save, all your uh, buddy parts, like organs become alive and start like realizing they're sentient <laughs> oh no sure oh zook what are you doing <laughs> and then he's made a variation of it where uh, all your bones come alive and start talking to each other and become sentient interesting yeah Th- he, he do likes, they have individual he stats? Body, uh, no i don't think so. it's just like the condition is you basically get stunned because you can't move because your body just has now every single bone has its own sentience now. <laughs> Amazing. Oh, um, body horror. <laughs> so it's uh, September second. We have Kataria Fables. This one I'm pretty sure is published by P Cube. Yeah, published by P Cube, which they're a they're a big um, indie publisher. So you might know them from like um, uh, Cat Quest. Is probably the biggest one. I mean, I can, Boy, I can like see cats. a lot of cats. They like they like cats. Yeah, they like cats. So this one, it looks it looks to be very similar to Monster Harvest, but not pixelated. So. I was more thinking uh, Sukuna of Rice and Rain art style. Yeah, I can kind of I can kind of see that as well. Yeah. Uh, so Kataria Fables is a delightfully cute action, uh, sorry, action adventure RPG with farming and crafting, armed with a sword, bow, and spellbook, fight against a rising darkness threatening the world. Discover diverse regions in search of relics and resources. Tend to your farm to grow your own provisions, and take on quests solo or with a friend in local co-op mode. Honestly, this looks really fun. Yeah, and art style-wise, it actually looks not bad. Yeah, 
like like it looks it looks decent and yeah, i've seen some like very obscure like asian uh like mmos that have this same kind of art style mm. yeah that that is very true kind of has that storybook look yeah i can see that like realistic like you know storybook come alive look but yeah that is september 2nd so that's not too far away as well because what day is that friday uh thursday so by the time the podcast is out this game will be out so that's one to look forward to this one the next one i've i just personally think this one's really neat so golf club wasteland uh september 3rd it's literally it's a it's a 2d golfing game and it, you're playing as it the world is post-apocalyptic why, why is there so many indie games about golf but weird because people want to play old school mario golf and nintendo has not provided a good enough service yeah hey that answers your question right there so, uh, for the synopsis, the rich fled to Mars, but venture back to a desolate Earth for a round of golf. Each hole in the <laughs> each hole in the wasteland offers its own little story and possible puzzle to sink the perfect shot. Play through destroyed, brutalist monuments, crumbling shopping malls, and abandoned museums as neon signs and poignant graffiti take swings at current events, Silicon Valley culture, and humanity. Because that's what the rich like to do. They like to go back to Earth just to play golf. I wouldn't be surprised if this actually happened. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> but if the world became, like, apocalyptic and, like, destroyed it, the rich, like, you know, go off to Mars and then come back, oh, let's play some golf. Yeah. Let's just look at Donald yeah, Trump. Yeah it, turns out, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it turns out that was actually, like, the original script for Wally. <laughs> actually, you know... That basically happened last year when Trump was president during COVID. The world was, you know, apocalyptic. And he was out playing golf. Yeah. <laughs> Politics uh, in a gaming podcast is what everyone loves to hear. Yay. We, we do this podcast to get away from that. Yeah, exactly. But I'm looking, I'm looking into the screenshots. There's one where he's playing golf in an abandoned teddy bear factory. And yeah. then, then there's like the rat in the bottom right hand corner. It's like interesting foreground background effects and then l later on there's physical bitcoin <laughs> i hate that <laughs> i hate that so much but i love that as well <laughs> i just and i'm not gonna say anything to that no <laughs> this one is this one is ten dollars us it's running and it's twenty five percent off, like pre order. And I know in the in the Australian eShop, it's currently forty percent off as Damn. a pre order bonus. Ooh. Yeah, but that that extra fifteen percent is probably to cover tax. So let's be real. Yeah. And last one is Dice Legacy. This one launches September 9th, uh This game looks cool. This game speaks to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as RPG, like as tabletop RPG nerds, are uh, any game with dice? Yeah, and and it's like a yeah. city builder as well. Yeah, which based on you know you roll the dice to like like adjust how things work. It's like oh, this game speaks to me. Mm. There you go. So Dice Legacy is a dice based survival city builder set on a mysterious ring world, kind of like Halo. It looks very Halo-ish, doesn't it? 
your ship has reached the shore of an uncharted continent. Roll and use your dice to gather resources, expand and defend your settlement, survive the winter, and interact with the strange inhabitants of this eerie world. God damn it, my my brain never like didn't actually connect the the Halo thing, and now that's all I can think of. <laughs> now I just want a tabletop Halo game. This is giving me um. So it's a t- tabletop game. Oh, what was it? What was the Adventure Zone did in their like build up for Atheist? Oh, what was that called? What was that game called? Um, I can't remember. The Quiet Year. That's what it's called. Yes, yeah. yes. Very similar, where like you build the world with dice, basically. Like I said, it's cards on that game but like it's that whole like you know you build things from you know that random effect that sounds cool it, it is we're tabletop nerds yeah, we can are. you tell <laughs> but like this I is a as well. really interesting like game and like the fact that like, i think there was like six different like rulers i saw that have like different dice yeah i thought i thought you guys would like this oh yeah no i was very happy when i saw this i was like ooh. Uh, any any final comments on any of those games before we move on? I want to play like half of them. <laughs> yeah, there are a lot of really cool indie games out there. I bit of a tangent. I today went through and culled my wish list because it, like I don't know whether you know this, but on the Switch eShop, the maximum you can wish list is four hundred. I know that because the the eShop was telling me that I can't add any more to my wish list. Wow! So, <laughs> so Damn, I went Alex. back and culled. <laughs> I went back and culled and just like, all right, I'm going to, and I, I set a blanket rule. I, I don't normally do it by Metacritic, but I'm like, this is a lot. There are a lot of games and there's a lot of money. I'm just going to set a blanket rule. Anything below 70, getting rid of, like culling. That's my, that's my blanket rule. And I culled 120 games. So you went through 400 different Metacritic pages, basically. Yes. See, the thing that's surprising me the most out of this is I did not know there was a wish list option in the <laughs> eShop. So, Let alone is... Alex reaching the cap? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I like indie games and I like keeping track of them, but yeah, there's... And like, I always I always like flicking through the eShop and seeing what's coming. I'm like, oh, I'll add that, I'll add that. And then I just forget what I've added. So I actually went back, and normally I, I add the coming soon, so reviews hadn't come out yet. So then I kind of went back through all of them and realized that uh, a quarter of them were terrible. Or just average. I'm like, well, if I've got 400 games on here, I'm not going to settle for average. But then, like, some games I found were, like, Metacritic 90. And I'm like, ooh, I'll, I'll keep an eye on that. Yeah, I play them next. But Alex, yeah. you're implying you have time to play games. Well, that's it. I have seven. Like I said this before, we started recording. I have over seven hundred games on my Switch. So, uh, which like I don't even have that many games on my Steam account. Yeah, <laughs> I, I have a lot of games. I mean, a lot of them were free, but not, all, but definitely like nowhere near half of them. But a lot of them. It's were just free. impressive how much you have. It's the perk of the job. And we and I have Game Pass and a Series X and. You know, Epic Games give free games and all that kind of stuff. So it's just like I never need to buy a game again, but I will. That's just how I. Because you're gonna buy my Super life. Mario Party. <laughs> Look, yeah. Mario Party All Stars, is it? 
Yeah, Mario Party All Stars. Yeah, that's it. No, Mario Party Superstars. That's it. All Stars was the it's 3DS a- one, wasn't it? Yeah, it's such a generic name that it's so easy to get it mixed up. Well, like, like, like I said, Super Mario Party, Mario Party All Stars, just combine them. <laughs> Next one will be new Super Mario Party All Stars Superstars. Because uh, <laughs> they gotta they gotta bring back the new tag. Oh yeah. I actually learned today, fun fact, and this is my Nintendo fact, um, that at one stage, Link to the Past was going to be called New Legend of Zelda. Yeah, good thing they didn't go with that. Yeah, 100%. I was like, ugh. And then uh, another one was Legend of Zelda Ganon Strikes Back. Very clear nod to Star Wars there. They went with Link to the Past. While I'm wearing a Star Wars shirt. Last time it was a One Piece shirt. Yes. Somehow they keep bringing brought up. <laughs> so th- this is this is my thing. This is why I always have seven games on my uh, what have I been playing list because I just I rarely play one game to the end, which is why I don't really like play many RPGs because I don't dedicate you know more than thirty hours to one game. I just play lots of little games. And that's usually how I roll. Where Jake, you're like the the exact opposite. Yeah, I was gonna say. Mm. Meanwhile, uh, we both get like addicted to a game, and that's it. Yeah, yeah that's that, that's the thing with me. Like specifically being, you know, neurodivergent. It's just a symptom of that, really. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, that, and that's fair enough. I just get I get kind of bored, like if I if I'm in one world for too long, which is surprising because I like One Piece. Which is a really impressive world. Yeah, yeah. Episode nine hundred and sixty, I'm up to, and I'm like thirty episodes behind. So a lot to catch up on there. Anyways, I have digressed long enough. That was that was actually my bad. My apologies. <laughs> <laughs> I was the culprit there. Moving on to the podcast questions. So this this one. So we we put out a call for podcast questions every fortnight before we record but by all means you can always comment anywhere really we read comments everywhere um and ask us a question we'll look to answer it in the podcast our patrons even on youtube even on youtube exactly right you can comment wherever and we'll because we read every comment i'm always on social like i'm always on our social so i'm always checking anyways but and if you don't want to do that and you want it to be private you can just email us team at switchaboo.com or send us a private message. message to Facebook. Yeah, Facebook, Twitter. There are so many ways, so you have no excuse. So Or on Discord. Yeah, Discord as well. There's a private Discord for that. So anyways, this uh which Discord speaking of, this is where this question comes from, from Demo1134, which I'm pretty sure he's done a few questions for us. So thank you, Demo. Yes, he has. Yeah. And his question is what are your thoughts on the Docker V trailer that dropped? And for anyone who's not familiar with Docker V, I think that's how you pronounce it as well. I'm not even sure. Docker V. Yeah. Yeah. It, it it's a Korean game, so it it could be anything. Well, really. It actually says the pronunciation in the description. Oh, really? I think it's Docker V. Oh. Okay. Wow. So it does. Yeah. Docker V. Yeah. yeah so uh, this game was revealed at Gamescom, which just happened, and. Couple of days ago, wasn't it? Yeah, and it's like an MMO RPG. No, is it RPG? I guess it's kind of like action RPG, but it's long story short, it's beautiful. 
graphically. It's, it is like insane. Yeah, it's it's really good, like graphically. And the reason why I actually want to talk about this because this is this is not coming to Switch. It's it definitely. Oh, hell no. <laughs> no. Absolutely like, not. Not in a million years. No. But people are comparing it to Pokemon and Pokemon Legends Arceus, which uh, it shouldn't be compared. But then again, like, I get where people are coming from, where, like, they want Pokemon. Yeah, like, it, it, yeah, it's an open world game where you, like, befriend monsters to fight other monsters. Of course, it's going to be compared to exactly. Pokemon. Exactly. And, like, it literally got announced a week after that Pokemon Presents where people were complaining about Legends Arceus. Yeah. So... And it's just... It's visually, like, and graphically just so impressive. Yeah. Like, the trailer has gameplay and it looks better than anything Cyberpunk was showing off in their trailers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, and you're not wrong. You're not wrong. And, it, yeah, it looks fantastic and... I'm very curious about the gameplay as well. And, like, it actually looks pretty decent. Like, don't get me wrong, but, like... I was getting Sunset Overdrive. That's a very... From the gameplay. And that's a very interesting... Just from, like, the way things moved and, like, you know, that flow. Yeah. That's where I got that vibe from purely the movement. Kind of. Like, specifically for me, uh, just the speed of, like, the character dodging attacks... That immediately made me think of Kingdom Hearts 3. I can see that. I got sad a little bit there. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, yeah. (laughs) But, like, personally for me, when I saw this, it's like, while it does look impressive, it looks like they've focused more on, like, how you move around in the world more than actual, like, what you do in the world. Yeah, that's why I was getting the Sunset Overdrive vibes yeah like because like cause you have so many different movement options you got like double jumps you got, like glide with like a, an umbrella you got skates uh long boards you so many different things but it's like what else do you do except for parkour your way around the world also the big wacky uh weapons yeah it's very kingdom hearts that also reminded me of kingdom yeah, hearts that that especially the giant hammer as someone who used that exclusively during my first playthrough. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, e- exactly. With like, And I find like maybe as well with a little bit of Breath of the Wild type traversal. With like like you said, with the umbrella. it's It's got very much that vibe as yeah. well. Um, but yeah, you're, you're right as well, Jake. Like what do you do other than that? Because there's no real indicators to say like, oh, talk to this person for a, uh, you know, for a side quest. Yeah, it... Yeah, it just seems to be like fight monsters, all right? How do you fight yeah. monsters? It's like how do you collect the monsters? How do you do anything outside of, you know, just general traversal? Yeah. But, you know, that like that being said, that it's an easy fix, just another trailer could well, fix that. Well, that's it. And this is this is the announcement trailer at like a world premiere annou- announcement trailer, and there's no there's no release date, there's no release window that I can see. Uh, let me just double check that. No, no, not that I can see. And yeah, like it looks like there's still got a bit to go on it. So yeah, exactly. Future future projects, uh, f- sorry, future trailers may answer those questions for us as well. And considering that trailer dropped f- three days ago from the time of recording, and it's got 6.5 million views. 
Yeah. Yeah, people are kind of excited. Yeah, for there's this. there's interest. So I can I can see where some people I guess are a little disappointed with Pokemon Legends Arceus, but then again, this it has the Pokemon name and the not just the name I suppose the world and the lore and the history and the you know there's so much to Pokemon that it's and we said this before you know, earlier in this podcast it's not necessarily about the graphics rather it's about the gameplay and the story and everything mm. but if they can pull this off like damn that looks nice yeah like i hope they do but like the thing is like i'll say yeah i'll say what i said about tem tem when that mm. happened <laughs> it's a cool game it looks cool it has potential but it's not pokemon yeah yeah people like a oh tem tem's gonna be a pokemon yeah. killer didn't work no. didn't happen no, like Tantam is cool. It is a great game. It's just not yeah. Pokemon. People play Pokemon for Pokemon. Pokemon has basically ingrained itself into society, like Disney. Mm. Yeah, you're right. I wonder is Doctor V is that on Unreal Engine Five? I don't know. I don't. I... Does... Does the trailer say like, in the description? You might have to watch the actual like Gamescom thing because it might have nah, it there. Yeah. But I didn't see anything on it in the trailer. Hmm. Yeah, I I didn't catch Gamescom. I just checked out news yeah. afterwards. It's like, oh, Halo Infinite's coming out on December eighth. Well, that's all I care Pr- about. Pretty much. I'm not, so I'm not gonna wake have up. The uh, Tokyo Game Show coming up soon. Yeah, I think that's October. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's in a month and a bit. Um, yeah, I'm not waking up four in the morning to to watch that Halo Infinite launching December eighth. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, oh, read this, the is, this is where we get the advantage of Tokyo Game Show being very close to our time zone. Yeah, Australia wins one for once. We don't have to wake up at one in the morning to watch E3 presentations. Mm. What do you mean wake up at? I just I mean, don't go to bed. You know, take a nap beforehand. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but then you might sleep in and miss it. Yeah, true. That's very true. We'll just watch it when we wake up. Yeah, but then you're not. Then it's not hype, and your screen doesn't buffer, and that's half the fun. Yeah, <laughs> your screen's not buffering half the video. Chats made a reaction. You're like, yeah. "What is it? <laughs> what? what yeah, what's going on?" It's, oh. Exactly. If you can't catch it live, you won't be able to see the chat like spamming poggers for like the next five I minutes. Turn off the chat. Or you, or you it's won't. Like, where's the fun in that? Or you won't see uh, where you go. It's Steve. Steve. <laughs> <laughs> That's a joke, and then my car Steve gets announced. That was that was my reaction during the uh, the Steve thing. I streamed that. Uh, like five minutes beforehand, I'm like, oh, it's Steve, and Steve happened like that. I meant that as a joke. <laughs> what it is happened? no joke. So and then they broke Twitter. Yeah, that was funny. That did break Twitter. So moving on uh, to everyone's favorite part of the podcast, name that game. So if you have, if you're unfamiliar with name that game, so I have a game. They have to. Uh, these guys have to work together to guess it. Uh, I will give them ten hints. They get five guesses in total. Two between hints one and five two between six and nine, and then one final hint after the last hint. 
there are two lifelines, a yes or no question and the switchaboo lifeline. This yes or no question has to be asked first. And either of those lifelines can be traded for an extra guess. So, Which almost never happens because you get an extra clue. Exactly. But it's nice to have the option. That's the important thing. So this one. Oh, and I did get a. I did get a recording from us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From there we go. Yeah, from Steve. Steve is like speaking of Steve. (laughs) Steve. (laughs) Uh, So, all right. So let's let's kick this off. This game initially launched on PC, PS3, and PS Vita on October 9th, two thousand twelve. The Switch version has a 91 on Metacritic. Has This game has released on a total of 14 systems. It is a top-down action game. And it begins in the year 1985 before the main character is thrown into the future of to the year 20XX. Twenty XX just gives me Mega Man, but I know it's not. Yeah, I was like, "That's Mega Man." That's not, no. Well, there's a Mega Man inspired game called Twenty XX. That's right. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. It's like a roguelite version. It's actually pretty good. There's a sequel coming, Thirty XX. That's not a joke. That it is coming. It's a good naming convention, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. N- then they do a yeah, prequel yeah. called What Ten XX. <laughs> That'd be pretty good, actually. Like, all medieval and stuff. It's a robot made out of wood. <laughs> you mean wood, man? Uh, we have been just very sidetracked. <laughs> we have, haven't we? Yes, yes, we have. Uh, uh, so, what, what was the closest? <laughs> it was like Steam, PS3, Vita, 2012? Yeah, that's the first hint. Alright, yeah, it was... Switch version. Do, do you want to read them out again? When, yeah, <laughs> so there was that hint. Uh, Switch version has a 91 on Metacritic. The game has released on a total of 14 systems. Uh, it's a top-down action game and begins in the year 1985 before the main character is thrown into the future to the year 20XX. See, when you said uh, it's been like ported to 14 consoles, yeah? Is that what uh, you said? 14 systems. Yes. Not, 14 systems, Not necessarily right. consoles. Yeah, <laughs> all right. Yeah, when I first thought that, like, my immediate thought was Skyrim. <laughs> That's not <laughs> I, I thought so. <laughs> I mean, that has an uh, Alexa version. A counselor yeah, system. Yeah, like, that, yeah, that, uh, I believe that, uh, Skyrim, like, with the announcement of, like, yet another Skyrim port has now become the most ported game in existence. Amazing. I believe. Beating, uh, Resident Evil 4. Although Grand Theft Auto seems to be coming up close. Yeah. No, not Grand Theft Auto. Grand Theft Auto Five. Yeah, GTA Five. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, once again, getting sidetracked. Uh, yes. mm, uh, top down. See, now that's confusing me because, like, I had ideas for the other, uh, yeah, for the other clues, but like top down action just gone. I'm. Any ideas, Nathan? I'm on like the time travel. I'm like. What is it? I'm trying to think. I can't work it out. Like, what would be... See, I see it 1985, and I think Back to the Future. <laughs> because 1985, Back to the Future is synonymous. 
and you know you have time travel yeah. so but you know then it goes 20xx so i'm like what is it what has time travel and because i do like time travel like in general as a story mechanic i just can't work it out what i like because i feel like i've heard this and i can't think yeah, like it sounds like a lot of things, but also doesn't sound like anything. A lot of yeah. other things. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I have no clue. So if you want to throw out any ideas or just go to the next clue, just you know. I mean, the fact that it has go. a ninety-one on Metacritic implies that it's a yeah. really good game. A really good game that a lot of people know. Yeah. Yet also the fact that it's been on fourteen systems. Yeah, yeah, but brain no work. The the hamster wheel is spinning, but the hamster's dead. Also, so just to <laughs> double clarify, what was it was top down action game? Yeah. Okay. So that's kind of like you know your old school Zelda's, I'm guessing. Uh, yeah, it like in that same kind of like in the same vein, in a way. Okay, that's what I was trying to think. Like, get a feel, but I am. Okay. Can you throw anything out, Jake? Even because you said you had a idea before you he said top down action. What was your idea before that? I think I may have it. Okay, maybe. Is it Hotline Miami? No. Damn. Because <laughs> top down eighties aesthetic has been ported to a lot of things. Does that have time travel aspects? I, I think there's a point where, like, there's a time skip. Maybe. Like, I haven't played the game personally, so I don't know. But, like, I I know one of them has, like, a flashback. Hmm. When you first said, like, time travel, I was like, oh, Chrono Trigger. Because <laughs> that's your, you, that you go to a lot of the time. I mean, 1999 is involved and 20XX is also involved. Mm. And it's a great game. It, yeah, it is. But it's also not on Switch. It should be. And also, it would be rated at least 91 on though. <laughs> yeah. Um, if that, like, more than that. Yeah. Why can't I think? Uh, I guess we'll go on to the next clues because I can't think of anything. By the way, by the way, mm. Chrono Trigger for DS has Metacritic score of ninety-two. Oh wow! Again, the only copy of Chrono Trigger legally you can get in Australia. Yeah, but the iOS and the iPad version has seventy-one. Oh yeah, I forgot about the iOS versions. <laughs> to be fair, they are like phone versions of a game. Yeah. Chrono Cross on PlayStation is at 94. Yeah, because it's a great game. Maybe this is what I should do during, like, <laughs> lull moments, like, quiet moments when you guys are thinking. Although, <laughs> would that distract you? That'll probably distract you. They'll probably distract us. More content. Yeah. But it's... Well, yeah, distraction, but more content. It's less though. editing for you. That's very... Oh, it's actually not that hard. I <laughs> just see, like, long gaps of just silence. Just see the dead <laughs> Okay, boom. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's legit what I do. Um... So, are you guys uh, forfeiting that one guess, or do you want to use a lifeline? But we only have to go yes-no question first, and I don't know what I'd say for yes-no. Yeah. Mm, yeah, same. 
If we could get the lifeline first. Nah. You forfeited that right on the first, the first episode. I'm blaming it on Michelle. <laughs> yeah, I would too. <laughs> well, wasn't that James who did that? I think it was Rochelle egging him on for it, though. Probably. That sounds about right, actually. <laughs> now that I think about it. Either way, we'll, we'll throw the, the one away, because I can't think of anything. Yeah, all same. Right. So, although not a direct sequel, the series got a new game in 2019, where it also got a Wii port in July 2020 in Europe, and a Wii U port in August 2020 in North America. Uh, this game began as a homebrew project back in 2002 as the programmer constructed their own NES dev kit. Which is really cool because we we're talking about talking about it before, reverse engineering. That's what he yeah. did with the NES. Uh, this prototype is playable in-game, so the prototype of the original homebrew, uh, in-game thanks to a post-launch update. And the... This game is a blatant callback to the entries in a series before it had reached critical acclaim. So that hint was kind of hard to write. So, do you guys know what I mean when I say that? It's a callback to the previous like entries that they've released. So it's but it didn't hit critical acclaim before. Like like it's calling back to the games before it became popular. I guess. Yeah, of the series that it's uh, yes, yes. that it's inspired by. Oh, okay, of what it's inspired by. Okay. Yeah, sorry. So a blatant callback to the entries in a series before that had be- reached critical acclaim. Very hard to write, that one. The fact that we've got a Wii U game in 2020. Yeah, like to me, if anything, this just raises more questions. Can you ask one? As a yes or no question. I would if my brain could think of one. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and what is it is not a yes or no question. Yes, it is. No. Not with that attitude. <laughs> did you guys hear Bravey Default Two is coming to PC? Yes, sure yes, I did. did. I saw. I heard that uh, Nintendo's lost its. Well, not lost its. Like exclusive but it's no longer an exclusive on the switch yeah i didn't think that would happen so yeah got any ideas to throw out there nathan because i got nothing (sighs) this is once again this has stumped me yeah i am not sure i genuinely can't think i can't think of anything Mm. there's probably some like really popular game that neither of us have heard of (laughs) <laughs> every damn time you've either never heard of the game or you get it in three yes in three hints or we or like last time we talk ourselves out of the correct guess <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> I'm still mad at myself <laughs> at that one <laughs> let's just get the last clue you're honestly giving up two guesses I can't think of anything yeah same. Are you sure? Brain no, brain no work. We need something more obvious. <laughs> do you do you want to throw out a yes or no question just as anything, and then you can get the lifeline, the the switch will be lifeline. Will you tell us the answer? 
mean, technically, that is a yes or no question. <laughs> and technically, yes, you will tell us the answer when we give up. Are you legitimately using that as a, a yes or no question? Well, if we don't get the bonus, if we don't, then yes. We can't get the lifeline if we don't use it. <laughs> yeah, but you can try and come up with something. Do you want me to leave? Do you want me to read the hints back out? Sure. So this this game initially launched on PC, PS3, and PS Vita on October 9th, two thousand twelve. The Switch version has a ninety one on Metacritic. Has released on a total of fourteen systems. Is a top down action game. Begins in the year nineteen eighty five before the main character is thrown into the future to the year twenty XX. Although not a direct sequel, the series got a new game in 2019, where it also got a Wii port in July 2020 in Europe and a Wii U port in August 2020 in North America. It began as a homebrew project back in 2002, as the programmer constructed their own NES dev kit. This prototype is playable in-game thanks to a post-launch update, and is a blatant callback to the entries in a series before it had reached critical acclaim. Can you think of any yes or no questions with all of that? Will you tell us the answer? (laughs) (laughs) No, not yet, at least. So, would you like to hear the Switchaboo Lifeline? Yes. Okay. So, like I said, this one was provided by Steve, not the Minecraft Steve. Steve! The game series this game is a tribute to is one of my favourites of all time. It began in 1997, the original series, and is still going to this day. You guys heard that? A little bit. Okay, so I'll I'll um I'll sum it up. So the the game series, like I said, the game series that this is um this is attributed to began in 1997. It's one of his favorite game series of all time, and it's still going to this day. And I'll I'll add a little bit extra to that. It that game series has been mentioned in this episode. I thought so. Okay, so it's it's probably something stupid obvious. <laughs> We're not getting. Hang on. So 1997. Uh, that was around PlayStation 1. Um, and you said critical acclaim. Yeah. And this is a throwback to games before it got critically acclaimed, right? Yes. Okay. I'm kind of on a trail because you, you specifically said it's been mentioned and I recently mentioned Grand Theft Auto. Oh no! <laughs> Is it Chinatown? <laughs> no, no, I, I don't think because that's not on the Switch. Oh right, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a game that's like that, and it's by an indie company. Because the original Grand Theft Autos was the top-down action. Was it, was it called? Was it called River City Ransom? No, I don't think that was. Isn't there another one like Retro City? 
Yeah, because I think there's like two games with very similar yeah. names. That there's yeah. River City Ransom, which is the one I've played, and I can't remember the other one. It's like Retro City something. Retro City Rampage. Yes, you got it. Oh, oh that... Retro City Rampage DX. All right, there we there go. We go. <laughs> I was like, you're on the right track. It's just a name thing. Yeah, yeah. Weird name thing. All right. (laughs) So Retro City Rampage DX, the last hint. uh, And this probably wouldn't have helped you, but I thought it was a very cool hint. It saw an MS-DOS release in July 2015. (laughs) MS-DOS. And the sequel is Shakedown Hawaii. Which was in, uh, I think, 2018. It was in an Indie World presentation. Because that was a that was a big deal, or twenty seventeen, one of the and two. they released it on the Wii U but yeah. in twenty twenty. Yeah, yeah, that's and the mm. yeah and the and Wii, the Wii. 20, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Although the Wii U is probably yeah, the Wii U is way more noticeable because you know Wii U was dead. <laughs> Wii U was dead before the Switch even came out. Mm. It sold less than. But yeah, million. I. Yeah, it's 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 an obvious throwback. Um, also, you were right when you uh, were thinking about Back to the Future as well. Um, the characters are very much inspired by Doc Hence and Marty. The 1985 yeah. connection. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And I'm pretty sure you drive a DeLorean in it. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. It the game even came out on PSP after the PS Vita. I think it was like 2018. It came to PSP. It's been on everything. Like I. I'm actually going to Google this now before I wrap this everything up. This is weird um, that they've gone back and released it on so many systems. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 like a challenge, I think, at the moment. Um, so What's Skyrim, the next of PS1 version? Many... Don't tell me there's already PS1 version. <laughs> I don't think so. Also, feel uh, free to bleep that out. <laughs> I just realised. I was like, <laughs> I just like slipped in like, okay, what the what is up with all this <laughs> oops i did a swear hey we've both turned it tuned it back quite a bit since we started i have good <laughs> on you i think i've improved a lot yes you were the reason we got I have to do less of it like ages <laughs> yeah mr <laughs> raised by bogans i learned how to swear before i learned how to speak <laughs> I have to do less editing now, so I re- I appreciate that. <laughs> um, I mean, the Wikipedia page only mentions eight consoles for Skyrim, but it doesn't mention like the Alexa and all that. Yeah, it doesn't mention Alexa. It probably doesn't mention like the re-releases. Yeah, with, like the Legendary Edition and the, you know, the, whatever the whatever the new, new one, one is, is called. Yeah, where yeah. like it adds like a couple of the like biggest mods as oh, like yeah, base right. game content yeah and you have uh vr as well yeah the <laughs> yeah there's so many different <laughs> versions of skyrim stop it yeah so retro city rampage dx will give it a run for its money apparently um, once again i'm gonna look this like up. like the fact that you have it has retro- an ms dos version i looked up the m the ms docs oh my god the m MS-DOS. that version i I looked it up, and it's super impressive. Like, it looks just like the base game. Like, super, super Doss impressive. Is not a great really. system. Yeah, that... <laughs> <laughs> so, 
PC, PS3, PlayStation Vita, Xbox 360, Wii, Nintendo 3DS, Nintendo Switch, OS X, uh, sorry, so Mac, uh, PS4, Linux, MS-DOS, PlayStation Portable, iOS, and Android. I, I've had a semi-recent like uh, experience with DOS. Uh, on the run, their uh, computer system runs on DOS because they brought out the program. <laughs> No. Mm-hmm. Why? <laughs> like it is a DOS program. It runs on like XP uh, on XP, I think, but like the system itself is a DOS program. Oh my god. Ooh. For anyone who's not familiar with On the Run, I'm pretty sure that's a South Australian company. It's like a petrol It's 7-Eleven basically. Yeah, it's it's a, yeah, it is essentially a version of 7-Eleven. It's a convenience yeah. store petrol station. Yeah. But they still use MS-DOS. Yeah, it was. A, it's an MS DOS. Uh, MS DOS on XP. Uh, yeah, no, their their computers run XP. Wow. Why? Oh. Like, I feel like that'd be more expensive to use that. Because yeah, they brought yeah, out was... the program that they run their system on. So they own it, so they can you know alter it however they need. But it runs on DOS, from what I heard. Huh. Well, there you go. Hence why whenever you look at the screens, it is a very old looking. Real old school. And we'll leave the episode 17 podcast on that note. So (laughs) my brain hurts after learning that. (laughs) Thank you, everyone, for listening. So if if you want to support us, by all means, like we said, we have a Patreon. Um, We would also very much appreciate it on iTunes if you can give us a five star rating. So that would actually help us to... And a review, of course, absolutely. Um, because that w- that would help us to aggregate better, and people, more people, will be able to find us, which is the ultimate goal. And, and reviews help us, you know, improve. Exactly, exactly as well. Like any any feedback or anything like that, we'd we'd love to hear it. Like we said, we we read all the comments. So, um, yeah, if you have any suggestions for the podcast, we're all ears or eyes. I don't know. You know, you know what I mean. Um, but by all means, follow us also Facebook. Instagram, Twitter. So Twitter is at Switchaboo News. Uh, YouTube, we have Switchaboo and Switchaboo Joy Plays. And you can also interact with us on our Discord, like we mentioned earlier, which is easiest way to find that is it's pinned to the top of our Twitter page. So you can't miss it there. But thank you, everyone, for listening. And remember to have fun. Enjoy. Ciao.